Welcome back, 2019 NMSDC, the annual conference taking place in Atlanta. We are very excited. This is the launch of Procurement Innovation Radio by GoProcure Radio. And the whole driving force is to talk about innovation within the supply chain, innovation within supplier diversity, and we have some of the top leaders that have come from around the country with their brands to talk to us today. So we're very excited. My next guest is the Director of Supplier Diversity with AARP, which I am a happy member of, I'd like to think. Kimberly, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely, it's a pleasure to be with you. So tell me, you know, we, and I don't want to say that uh, we don't look at nonprofits, but just in this organization that, you know, the NMSDC and very slanted toward corporate America within the Fortune 500s. So it's great to have somebody from a nonprofit world. Can you kind of tell us a little about your role, your responsibilities, and your supply chain program that you oversee? Absolutely, so AARP is the largest membership-based nonprofit um, organization that uh, advocates on behalf of the 50 plus community. So we're in all 50 states and we're headquartered in Washington, D.C. And I was brought on board to AARP four years ago to um, reinvigorate their supplier diversity program. And what we mean by that, it had gone dormant for a little while, but we were the best kept secret. We were doing a great job with working with small and diverse businesses, but we just weren't telling our story. So currently, AARP is working with um, many diverse suppliers. We're at 19.1% spend with small and diverse businesses as of 2018. And we're only looking to go uh, higher and higher with that percentage. That's outstanding. You know, I love to hear that, you know, you kind of shared that number. So what would you say from your perspective, you know, somebody who's also been in the corporate world, uh, quote unquote, on the private side, innovation, how do you see that playing out in ARP? and how are you leading it within your organization? Absolutely, so reimagine your life at AARP. We're not your mother and grandmother's organization anymore. There are new faces um, at AARP, and we're quite innovative. We have an um, innovation lab in our hatchery group. Um, you can go there and pitch new ideas. Um, we work with a lot of think tanks and a lot of other uh, nonprofits and for-profit organizations to make sure that we are staying above the curve, not just for the 50-plus population, but also internal for our employees as well as our um, 38 million members. Wow, so did you guys hear that? Innovation Lab, I, I gotta tell you, I've been doing this for many, many years and it is that is where you're ahead of the curve. Let's Absolutely. just be honest because a few banks have gotten into it and a few tech firms out in the, uh, and venture guys that have told the, the tech firms in the Bay Area to go ahead. Can, can you give us any lens, because I know that might be proprietary, but how does your Innovation Lab different than what you would think traditionally that something's out in Silicon Valley. Well, we work with um, companies in Silicon Valley. They come and they pitch their ideas to us as well because we have a team of, of innovators actually in-house. Yeah. But anyone at AARP can pitch their idea. We also do monthly meetings where other people outside of AARP can come in and pitch their ideas. And then we decide which one sticks against the wall, which one do we actually want to mature and that will actually be sent out to the 50 plus community. So whether it's something as innovative as um, 
um, you're trying to move your elderly mother or father into a uh, new home, you want to make sure that it has everything that it needs to uh, be conducive for that 50 plus member. So there may be this new technology that we have that you can actually scan the room. Let's say you're renting an apartment for her, scan the apartment and it will let you know if it is set up for someone with their disabilities or with some of the needs that they have. So that's some of the innovative technology that we're using wow. at AARP. <laughs> that's outstanding. So I would assume that some of those are customer facing, some are revenue generating, and some are cost cutting, right? I mean, Absolutely. fall in all those buckets. So if you step back and you look at going for 12, 18 months, what would you deem success that if Kimberly Steadback, oh my God, this is a fantastic, we're very excited about the success we've had, not only with our diversity program, but supply chain in large. Do you have certain things in your mind that you would deem it success? Absolutely. So we're doing very, very well in certain categories, but we want to make sure that we bring in small and diverse businesses and grow them within all of the categories. So there are some categories that are very saturated. So success for me would to be make to make sure that the categories where we haven't been as successful with maybe minority vendors or women or LGBT or veteran owned vendors, that we be intentional over the next 18 months to make sure that we bring them into the pipeline and help them grow within that pipeline. So that is a, a very great goal to have. And, and from your vantage point, along with this conference, you know, and I think we both know we've been, been here for a while, there's some great suppliers, but I think you nailed it on the head. A lot of them end up in the similar type of buckets. So what have you figured out or are you able to share that, that you think that you're able to go and get those more complex areas that you may not find today? So we absolutely love working in the booth. You know, we're here for eight hours and we're meeting with a lot of different type of suppliers. But yesterday were the matchmakers where we were specific in targeting uh, different minority firms in the categories in which we are, where there's more opportunity. So that's what we did. So we made sure that we didn't meet with professional services and we made sure that we did not meet with construction, but we met with firms who aren't normally able to break into the IT space at A. ARP, you're not able to break into the media and marketing, so we're intentional with those meetings as well as call centers. So we saw some real opportunities that may actually um, equate to some opportunities within the next 18 months. So, so what's interesting about your organization versus, and you know, I'm not going to pick on the corporates, but the corporate side, you know, they're they have a footprint of where they're located and where their customers know, and regardless of how big they are. You know, when you think oil and gas company, they're they're probably, the, most of their suppliers are still in that area in the Texas region. Same with the automotive, you know, Detroit and part of Northern Ohio. You actually have a base that spans all 48 contiguous states, Alaska and Hawaii, and probably the territories. So how, how prolific and how do you manage such an extensive customer slash supply base? So we are headquartered in Washington, D.C., so the majority of our um, opportunities do come through our DC office. So we do work with a lot of DC, Virginia, Maryland companies. However, because we do have offices in all of the states, there's a lot of local work. So we have a friendly competition that goes on with all of our states and they want to be the best state. They want to be working with the most diverse businesses. So they have their own um, fun competitive uh, uh, against other states and making sure that they're being inclusive. So they have their own budgets. They can do their own uh, sole source for those suppliers and actually the best and easiest way to get opportunities within AARP is to go through our state offices. So you have opportunity in all the states. 
Wow. I think, I think everybody heard, <laughs> you know, and I think there's a bias. And I'm going to be very blatant. You know, people are listening on the radio right now, and this podcast is going to be replayed a few times. Think about AARP. If you're an innovative supplier, you know, don't just think about, oh, I got to go work with the Fortune 50 companies because it's right under your nose, right? I mean, it's right there. You guys are doing some fantastic things, and you're forced to because your, your customer base is all over. So you've got to reflect it. So uh, I applaud the work you're doing, Kimberly. Thank you Thank so much you. for joining us today. I think we learned a lot, and we look forward to all the success and great things that you accomplish within your organization and where ARP is going in the future. Well, thank you so much, and we appreciate all that you're doing for minority and diverse businesses. And once again, reimagine your life at ARP. It's not your grandmother's organization any longer. Thank you, and you have a great week. You too.